0: the ends of the earth and finally i found you he whispers a rapturous grin on his face Bayo touches one with the palm of his hand and it feels as though the world stops the magnificent starry sky turns black hi there thank you so much for joining me today I hope you're having an amazing day so far my name is jk noble and i am an author and usually on this platform i talk about how to cultivate our inner magic as storytellers and what we can learn from books movies tv shows and so much more but today i want to do something a little bit differently on the pen sorcery i want to take a step back and focus less about the how-to and start to really enjoy stories again. So I would like to do this by reading to you today. And we're going to actually be reading my first book that I've ever written called The Rise of the Griffins. I'm going to start from the beginning and hopefully every single week I will do one chapter. Here is the cover. And there's the back, and I'll read the back blurb to you. And in quotations it says, Never take off your amulet, it is the only thing protecting you now. Hale wants to heed his sister's warnings spoken through bloody teeth, but he cannot hide from his destiny. Losing the amulet sends Hale into a violent magical world that reveals the truth. He isn't a human at all, but a griffin with supernatural talents. While Hale struggles to fit into his new role as a griffin, he finds an ally in Bao, the all-powerful griffin king and the leader of the griffin clan. Hale doesn't know why Baio has taken such, keen, such a keen interest in him, or why the king seems strangely familiar. But as they grow closer, Hale can't deny their connection. Desperate for answers, Hale begins looking into why he and many other young griffins were brought into the griffin clan, as well as a truth about his family. And his connection to king Baal. soren to hail the rise of the griffins a world full of magnificent shapeshifters manipulative telepaths a soul-stealing witch woodland demons a young prophet and the vessel of a man-killing siren let's begin prologue january 5th 1720 Flickering torches line the hall, illuminating the three shadows that creep through. A midnight black sky camouflages the snowfall behind the paneled windows. Felix Bay and Grian pass the hall in great haste, unseen by all. The gift of illusion is Grion's. As a master of this power, Grion can will all eyes before him to see whatever he dares to imagine. In this case, he has made himself and his companions invisible. But he has overlooked one minor detail. Their shadows. Grion's forehead wrinkles, his eyes shifting while his body shakes. Felix looks down at the pendant in his hand which he'd enchanted to beam an amber blaze as it got closer to their treasure. There is no change in his contraption and the veins in Felix's neck throb with frustration. The windows rattle from the storm and Grion springs up at the sound. I once, his eyes fly to Beow to see if he noticed his embarrassing moment. But Bayo is preoccupied. Bayo examines the pendant from the corner of his hungry eyes, for it is his treasure the three are after. In pursuit of this treasure for nearly a century, Bayo found that it had been hiding here in a neighboring kingdom. The moment he knew where it was, there was no time wasted in retrieving it. We're nearly there, whispers Felix. Hush now, says Grion. I cannot conceal sounds. Hush thyself! I hear you quivering from over here, Felix says. Grion glares at Felix. I would not be so distressed if your wretched footsteps were not booming in these halls. Felix turns to Bayo. Isn't it astonishing that the person whining about the noise is making all the racket? Grion's enraged interjection cuts off as his face gives a great twist. A mighty whale desperate to escape is released in a mutter past his clenched jaw. Beside him, Felix fears the same. This is Bao's gift, the gift of anguish. He can will any victim to experience immense physical torment, endurance, his people call it. This gift is superior to all, and Bao, the master of this power, is also the master of his people. Beo stands before them and watches with heavy eyes as his companions are forced to their knees in the physical agony that he inflicts on them. With Felix's loosening grip, the pendant falls with a clank. Beo snags it from the sparkling stone floor. Are you children finished, or shall Grian conjure the image of both your mothers, Beo says, leering toward the pair. At that moment, a group of men approach the entrance behind them. On the other side of the door, a man stutters in hysteria shadows sir walking about i've never seen such a sight spirits walking among us sir at once beo stops using his powers on his companions to listen in and grian and felix slowly pull themselves to their feet how many were there what did they look like asks another man his voice steady beo's eyes widen in horror you imbecile he whispers cursing grian Grian hastens to fix his mistake, but it is far too late for that. The three begin to run. The guard then asks, which way did they go? Through these doors. They freeze once more. Through the window, Felix says frantically, recalling the swords that disable magic in this nation. Baio snaps his head to meet Felix's eyes. I am not leaving without it. He hisses with rage. He worked too hard to find it the one weapon that can be used to invade their nation and conquer the worlds. The double door behind them crashes open with a bang. In the doorway stand five armed guards peering through the hallway, but they see nothing. The guards walk through the corridor with waiting swords that ring in the proximity of any magic. Grion, and Felix back away quietly until their backs are pressed against the white stone walls. The guards' swords begin to buzz the cold of the stone sends shivers up their spines yet beo's hand grows warm he looks down at the amulet in his palm his face is illuminated with an amber glow his heart skips a beat it's close beo walks on despite the approaching guards searching for a door anything besides these endless halls however even around the bend no exits appear Grian presses his back against the ice-cold window his brow slick with sweat as he struggles to keep up his illusion while managing his panic. A guard passes by him only an inch away yet. He notices nothing. The guards then pass Felix who stands across from Grion. He clutches the stone trying to keep still and out of their way. "'What's all that ringing?' "'There's nothing here,' says a guard staring at his pulsating sword. The superior of the royal guards answers, "'Ah, it's the eyes.' Baio's lips curl into a smirk as he begins to pat the wall silently. It's here, somewhere. The swords are nearly brushing against his back. If they were to touch him, he would be temporarily cleaned of all magic, including his power of endurance, long enough to be killed. But Beo keeps on. He knows there is something here. A trick to the wall that hides his prize behind the stone. He continues down the hall silently, all the while patting the shimmering stone with the warm pendant in his hand. Finally, at the end of the corridor, his hand falls through the wall. Calling five guards on Lauren's day, scoffs the superior of the royal guards. As witnesses to shadows in the night, go home, men. There is nothing here. With that command, the guards exit with a slight murmur. Felix and Grian peer around the bend in search of Bao, but he is nowhere in sight. They come to a dead end, utterly dumbfounded. What am I, Fora? mutters Felix as he holds out his arm to touch the wall at the end of the corridor. His arm passes through it completely and without feeling. He and Grian share an astonished look. Neither has experienced such magic before. They both walk through. The air beyond the corridor is warm and inviting unlike the brisk winter they left behind. They stand on black earth lined with magnificent rock structures below a brilliant sky with stars and constellations they've never seen before. In the distance, are strange planets so large they seem to be a short flight away. At the horizon, a blazing orange sky fades into pink, then blues and purples. There are no clouds, and the air is entirely still. A gentle hum echoes through this strange world. Although Felix and Grion stand here for only a moment, it is evident this mystical place is alive. In the distance, they see Bayo's figure approaching a great white light in the center of this strange world. Once Bayo is close, the objects emitting the dazzling light emerge. They are three glassy orbs, each the size of a palm, floating several feet from the ground they spin slowly and continuously as if they were in one another's orbit each orb represents an existing world through their glass-like forms one can make out the world within the mystical three eyes Beow beholds the orb in their beauty his arms extending out to touch what he has so long searched for this was Beow's treasure felix and Grian stand behind him the strange world echoes with Beow's chuckle sound moves differently here more slowly and in clear waves i've crossed the ends of the earth and finally i've found you he whispers a rapturous grin on his face Beow touches one with the palm of his hand and it feels as though the world stops the magnificent starry sky turns black the orb's light lessens altogether, and their rotations pause all is still for a moment until the rocky earth beneath them begins to tremble felix shouts to Beow, we must leave he and Grion turn around but the expanse of land all looks the same obscuring the way from which they had come do not fear friends Bao calls come closer these orbs are our salvation see here malphora our world bountiful and beautiful in every way Malfora is most commonly known as the realm of the humans, though it is also home to the extraordinary, as they call themselves. Both, Although both humans and the extraordinary share Malfora, the ancients of all the extraordinary nations created a divide between the two regions of the world to protect their people. To accomplish such a feat, they used the oldest magic in existence, the three eyes and the oldest tree in Malfora. Thousands of years passed, and neither humans nor extraordinary could pass the divide between worlds unless they had the orbs or the location of the oldest tree. Bao touches the orb of Malfora and chortles as the air before them rips open in a long gash, a portal. Through the gash is an image of a pristine beach with water so clear the sand beneath is visible. Rays of sunlight pour through it and into the now black world Bao stands in. Cooing birds and crashing waves seem only a step away. The human divide, Beo mumbles. Without a moment's hesitation or fear, Beo stuffs the orbs into a large sack and throws it over his shoulder. The earth begins to quake beneath their feet, and yet the portal remains open. Grion and Felix jump through the gash, and Beo follows before the portal closes. As soon as they've gone, the earth they had stood on but a moment ago falls into oblivion. And that would be the end of our prologue. And you could actually buy Hail the Rise of the Griffins anywhere where books are sold. And I'm so excited to continue reading this to you. And we are going to continue next week and the week after that and the week after that. The sequel to Hail the Rise of the Griffins is going to be coming out in November. And I actually have a copy here for you to look at right there. Here it is. And for those of you who don't know, I am the artist behind all the Hill artwork. And this actually comes with a revamped map. I can't wait for you to read this one. I truly love it and adore it. For those who don't know, we're discussing um, the Gryphon elders in the prologue. And their names are Bao, Felix, and Grion, And they have a huge part to play in Hale's story that we're going to begin in chapter one so in the prologue we get to see them steal away this epic treasure that will permeate throughout the Hale series and yes in chapter one we get to be introduced to young Hale, and he gets to then experience the world the the mystical world of malfora so join me next week as we read chapter one of hail the rise of the griffins and i can't wait to see you there this is a pen sorcery and my name is jk noble bye